Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're going to continue our examination of looking at uh, being delivered deliverance situation and circumstance and how the Lord does that. And we saw in the previous episode that we have a role. We have a responsibility in this. And particularly in relationship to what we saw in uh, Proverbs 6 and what we're going to see today in the 11th proverb of the idea that the righteous, okay, the righteous, when you walk in righteousness, that you can deliver yourself from situation and circumstance. Particularly this 11th proverb right here deals with the contrast between uh, the righteous and the wicked, those who walk upright and those who walk in evil. So let's just look at this Proverbs chapter 11, beginning with verse 1. And you'll see that each one of these verses has a juxtaposition. Here's the example. Verse 1 says this, A false balance is is an abomination to the Lord, but a just weight is his delight. So we're going to see this kind of thing to where a false balance, in other words, if you're weighing uh, out something to be sold, something to be bought, that kind of thing, and you're cheating people, that's an abomination to the Lord. But if you're doing it with a just weight, you're doing it justly without your thumb on the scale, (laughs) then it is the the, the delight of the Lord. Now, verse 2, when pride comes, then comes dishonor. But the humble... Is but with the humble is wisdom. Again, when pride comes, then comes dishonor. But with the humble is wisdom. So you see the, the juxtaposition between pride and wisdom. Verse 3, <clears throat> the integrity of the upright will guide them, but the crookedness of the treacherous will destroy them. And so we've seen that in the previous proverb and in previous Psalms that we've examined. The idea of walking in integrity, of walking in righteousness. Verse 4, riches do not profit in the day of wrath, but righteousness delivers from death. (laughs) That's a wild one, isn't it? Riches do not profit in the day of wrath, but righteousness delivers from death. That doesn't mean if you're righteous that you'll never die. What it does mean if you're righteous, you will not experience the second death. As you see what Revelation speaks about related to that, okay? So you want to pursue righteousness rather than riches. <clears throat> riches will not profit when that day of wrath comes, even if it's the day of wrath of man against you, but particularly the day of wrath, the day of the Lord, the Lord's wrath being poured out upon earth <clears throat> and upon unbelieving, unrighteous mankind. Riches will not help at all. <clears throat> Verse 5, the righteous... Righteousness of the blameless will smooth his way, but the wicked will fall by his own wickedness. So we've already seen a couple times here uh, how the wicked will be destroyed by their wickedness. The crooked uh, will be uh, encamped about with treacherousness. Okay, So the righteousness of the blameless will smooth his path. Doesn't mean it'll be perfect, folks. No, but it just means it's going to be smoother than that of the wicked. Verse 6, the righteousness of the upright will deliver them, but the treacherous will be caught by their own greed. 
So here, here's the, the idea of being delivered, <clears throat> that the righteousness of the upright will deliver them. So if you walk in uprightness, if you walk uh, in the vernacular of this new covenant by abiding in the Lord and staying in the Lord, if you do that, that righteousness <clears throat> will deliver you. But <clears throat> if you're treacherous, you're going to get caught up in your own greed. Now listen to these last few verses here. Verse 7. When a wicked man dies, his expectation will perish, and the hope of strong men perishes. <clears throat> the righteous, verse 8, is delivered from trouble, but the wicked takes his place. So we're seeing that the Lord will deliver <clears throat> the righteous from trouble. The righteous is delivered from trouble. But the wicked takes his place. The wicked would be placed in that arena of trouble there. Verse 9. With his mouth, the godless man destroys his neighbor. But through knowledge, the righteous will be delivered. So we see that uh, through righteousness, we will be delivered. That through knowledge, the righteous will be delivered. Through wisdom, okay, the righteous will be delivered. The upright. Now, verse 10, when it goes well with the righteous, the city rejoices. And when the wicked perish, there is joyful shouting. Verse 11, by the blessing of the upright, a city is exalted. But by the mouth of the wicked, it is torn down. Folks, these principles right here, these last two verses still apply today. The idea of the righteous, of the upright blessing a city. When it goes well with the righteous, when the righteous are doing what they should be and they're walking in righteousness, the city rejoices. What's the corollary? When, when the wicked come about, it's torn down. Verse 10 tells us when the wicked perish, there's joyful shouting because of that. Verse 11 says the blessing of the city is when the upright comes along, and they bless it, and the city is exalted. <clears throat> but by the mouth of the wicked, the city is torn down. You know, we're experiencing that right now. Uh, as of the time of this recording, today's uh, August the 30th, 2020. And last night, Portland, Oregon had, what, their 90th day of riding? Okay. And uh, Portland is a very progressive city, from a political point of view, it's a very liberal city from a political point of view. But there's been some tremendous things that have been happening of God in recent years. Okay, A couple of major outpouring of the Spirit in Portland, Oregon. Um, major resources, the Bible Project, if you're familiar with that, they are in Portland, Oregon. Okay, And then there's a couple of um, churches and a uh, uh, pastors and writers <clears throat> that are, are highly influential uh, in a good way that are uh, located there. And I'm wondering, when I first saw this stuff started happening in Portland several months ago, I thought, okay, this is a battle here. This is a spiritual battle because there is tremendous blessing that's coming forth from that city. There's actually a move of God uh, in that area and worldwide, I know of two people that I've, I've spoken with, two people that are leaders within the body of Christ, 
that have felt within the last year or two uh, a, a calling, shall I say, uh, the idea, the thoughts crossing their mind that they're to relocate to Portland, Oregon, to be in that area. And uh, neither one of these folks would in the natural normally think that way. They're from nowhere near that. As a matter of fact, they're from the other side of the country, <clears throat> that type of thing. But the Lord is doing something there. So what is the enemy doing? The enemy is fighting back. Okay, And we're seeing exactly what's happening. Uh, there was a gentleman that was killed last night, point blank, apparently shot in the chest. And for what I've seen as of this time, and it's preliminary, uh, it looks like that he was part of a prayer ministry that was there praying. There was something going on with that and was just exterminated. We rejoice in the midst of the sorrow and the grief, knowing that absent from his body, that he's present with the Lord. But it is the mouth of the wicked being opened. And when the mouth of the wicked are opened this way, the city is torn down. But it's by the blessing of the upright that a city will rejoice and the city will be exalted because the city walks in righteousness when the people of the Lord walk in righteousness. May we do that. Take these things before the Lord and see what he says to you. Again, I'm Dale, and I'll see you in the next episode.